Hello everyone and welcome to episode 54 of the All In Football Fantasy Premier League Show podcast. I am your host, the FPL guru, self-proclaimed, obviously I'm bottom out of everyone on the screen, FPL guru Alex Rex. And joining me today are my usual suspects of Scott Williams and Barry Stokes. And today we are doing a live watch along of the FA Cup and the league games that are going on currently. Scott, what are you watching at the moment? Um, Man United currently losing 1-0 to West Ham. I've got Southampton playing Grimsby. Southampton are just in last minute. No, and they are losing 2-1 to Grimsby with two minutes to go, which could have massive implications on game week 28. Uh, Barry, are you watching anything at the moment? I'm watching Sheffield United and Spurs. Ah, nice. Good. There he is. Nice. It's like like we planned it. I know. We've got a a full overview. What's the score? No, no. Fine. You can watch. You can watch the nil-nil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think more importantly, Barry, what are you having for tea? Uh, meatballs and chips. Let's exciting. Well, homemade not. chips. If that wants to throw out there. How are you? Uh, how are you feeling about your week so far, Baz? It looks like your score is uh, is going pretty well at this very moment in time. Yeah, it's going really well to be honest. I think it might be because it's in David's day as well. That's always always helps. Um, but yeah, I can't, can't really grumble, to be honest. Um, obviously, the Martinelli keeping him in is obviously done really well, um, even though I had I wanted to take him out, but I had too many other fires to get rid of. So, <laughs> can't, can't really grumble free and free. So. I, uh, I absolutely love the fact that you just were like, yeah, I want to take him out, but I couldn't take him out. So, uh, <laughs> I've still got him and he's got three goals in three games. <laughs> Scott, how does it feel to be the guy that took Martinelli out at the right time, brought his replacement Trossard in? Trossard then had goals disallowed, and then Martinelli scored three and three. How does it feel? Oh, it's, it been feel... A re- it's been a really long game week. I'm not going to lie. I I feel like this <laughs> game week. I feel like I just wake up with hot sweats with Saka and Martinelli like looming down on me, and then just behind is Sinchenko with a baseball bat. Um, <laughs> one one one. Is it one one? Casemiro just scores headers. That's what he does. Casemiro, might, might get him in. Honestly, the man's delivering his attack in attacking senses as well at the moment. Um, uh, he's, he's offside. Is it? Oh, he is offside. He's clearly offside as well, isn't he? Uh-huh. Um, I, I still think we're going to lose this game today, United. I, like it's just the weird hangover. Like we're just from the two massive, massive games that we've played. It just just feels like it's. Feels like it's going to be that way. It's so far offside. Are they still taking time over this? It's where VAR. Yeah, uh, I, I think they've done. I think they've done that actually. It's quite quick for a VAR. This. And Grimsby have knocked out Southampton oh, from the yeah. FA Cup. Scumbags. And, uh, that is absolutely madness. So just so we're all clear here, if Sheffield United get a result against a beat Spurs tonight, the game that Barry's watching right now. Spurs against Southampton goes into game week 28 as well. So there'll only actually be three fixtures that don't happen. FA Cup's been very random this year, hasn't it? Like, yeah. there's no replays this round, is there? I, it's really oh, weird. No, yeah, there isn't any. They've just ran out of um, ran out of space, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, don't so, get me wrong. I quite like it, no replays later on, because like you want replays earlier still to reward those big clubs. Like, God forbid, Scuddy play like Man United. And we get like a result at home, a draw, and we take it back to Old Trafford. That rewards us with obviously like gates and stuff with the FA Cup, how it works. Mm-hmm. 
So I quite like it, and I like just the one-legged sort of midweek uh, when you get a bit later on. But yeah, that's obviously been officially ruled out now. I um I do agree actually. I think it's really good. I think it's my a, a prop a really good thing to happen for the early rounds, and then for later on, it's like yeah, fine. It's not as a uh, not as important. Uh, live update on the game week. So game week live has um, your game week net score. So at this very moment in time, uh, Dimple has ninety one points, uh, but she did take a minus four. So she has 95 points, but she took a minus four. But still, that has her, I think, ahead for the week. We've got hey. Heather here. We've got Heather here on 92. I'm just waiting for this to load, because I don't know if Heather took any minus fours or not. Oh, Barry Odegaard, gold, Trossard assist. Can't wait for this to get ruled out. <laughs> <laughs> if this, this gets ruled out, I might delete my team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be a live team deletion. It's going to be the way. Uh, Heather... <laughs> Heather, no hits this week and 92 points. Absolutely cracking week from you. We've got Liam Ormsby, who, uh, because we know loads of other Liams, he um, 92 off his wild card this week at the moment. So we've got some really good scores um, going on at this very moment in time. Plus you've got DC as well. He captained Ramsdale as well. That was quite a, a bold choice as well, especially at top. Yeah, very, very bold. Um, and he's still 92 and I think he's didn't I don't think he took any hits either as far as I can remember so we've got some really good scores in my moment Dimple after taking a minus four is 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 leading um the game week live so well, what was she on again 95 95 just beating me by one then beating you by one point and Barry your second with 94 yeah uh, Dan Clark 92 with uh with with no hits yeah some some really some some cracking scores that is really nice and tight at the top uh, and uh, I do feel sorry for some free hitters this week. So we've got a 78. We have got an 87, but then like a 68. Like some of the free hitters this week, it's just really not paid off. Um, now, don't get me wrong. I think some of them have got maybe like, I think Martin might have Erdegaard, but I think the majority of people have Erdegaard. It's the, um, has, has it been has it been allowed, Scott, by the way? The gold. It's, it's been allowed. And literally, as soon as it was allowed, Trostad got took off. So at least he's snuck an assist in there. <laughs> it's a. Uh, been a bad week in draft for me as well with that. Robertson didn't even start either. Simicas got the nod over him. So in don't, a game... talk about, don't talk to me about draft, mate, and who I've taken out. <sighs> Listen, at least he's all second. Jesus. Um, I've not exactly had a good week. No, I don't think anyone else has behind you either. But yeah. Um, it's like a, it's like a swear word draft is to me. <laughs> so no, don't, well, mate, don't, don't worry, you're going to get Foden anyway. Well, yeah, I'll probably get benched the rest of the season after I get him in. Please, I hope so. Please. <laughs> um, well, we're going to be talking about the future game weeks and the and the chip strategy and the plan that comes with it because we had a result last night that was really important for future game weeks, which was Leicester lost to Blackburn. So at the moment, the way that the fixtures look uh, for game week 28, so the blank game week that's heavily affected by the FA Cup results, are uh, um, Brighton don't play, Fulham don't play, Liverpool, Man City, Man United, and West Ham all don't play. We're still waiting to see one one. Begos, get him yes, in. Mouth. Well done, Begos. Get in there. Brilliant stuff. That's what I like to see. Hopefully, he's on side. Um, oh, we have got some chats. Sorry. Uh, uh, 
Salah is back, baby, from Callum. Joe, you know we'll do. Shall we? Shall we address a couple of these questions? Because Callum, Callum, uh, very, very nicely yes. went a bit nuts on Instagram for us earlier in terms of questions. Uh, so we won't talk about Cheltenham yet. We'll get to our predictions for the All in Pod League later on because I <laughs> think that's quite exciting. I like that question. Um, Definitely own goal there, by the way. Sorry. Oh, is it own goal? Oh, brilliant. Of course, Veg Austin score. Uh, is Salah back? Is a question, and the answer to that question is obviously not. Um, he's had a couple of goals over the last couple of game weeks, or uh, one game week, and then also in the Champions League due to massive keeper errors, basically giving them them. And he um, hasn't scored in this double game week, and one of us has got him captain at the moment. Yeah, we do, mate. Um, I, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because he hit the crossbar last game week. Yeah, uh, that 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 goes in. Um, obviously, none of the Liverpool games are on TV now. But I'm looking at the statistics. They've had four. They've had three shots. The ten ten goal attempts through on target. So all they took was that whip for that crossbar, and then maybe just him to sneak a goal. Still half an hour left in this game. Game week looks a hell of a lot different. Um, yeah. I think he's. I think he's getting back to where he was. I must say. I um, uh, I I think the statistics also show that he is. Uh, return. He's in the top ten players in all of the statistics that are important, pretty much in for for the whole of the season. Never mind since the since the World Cup. So I don't know why Bruno shot then, <laughs> by the way. But uh, never, so he is still a player that is delivering results and still delivering, but it, it's just not at the level that we uh, that we're, we're seeing at the moment that makes it worthwhile. So what I mean by that is that someone like Ollie Watkins, who scored five in five. I did the statistics on Ollie Watkins for um, this for, for our for our league, the All in Pod League, and still only one person owned him going into this game week after he scored five and five. It just goes to show how hard it's been to get him in because we've pretty much all got Kane and Haaland, and everyone's been invested so heavily in like the Arsenal midfield and Rashford. It's just been, and a lot of people again have also had like Bruno Fernandez or Mares or De Bruyne. It's been so difficult to then make those moves to then get someone like Watkins in, and we haven't really felt the effects of him so much because I mean Haaland's had four returns or four returns in the same space of time, and so's Kane. I think it was four returns same space of time, and Haaland got a hat trick the week before that. So it, it's. It's not massively affected us, but anyone who's managed to get on Watkins at that point has been has done really, really well. And the important thing again about Aston Villa is Crystal Palace at home next game week. Really good fixture. West Ham away, fine. West Ham haven't been that great this season, have they? Bournemouth at home, great fixture. Chelsea and Leicester, both away. So not the best, but also they both haven't exactly been good this year, have they? Then Forest at home, which is a great fixture in game week 30. So their fixtures look good. So Villa are a team we need to look out for. And if you are a manager at this very moment in time who doesn't have a free hit left, Villa are a pretty obvious team to, to get involved with. And I, I say that also because the other blank game week that's going to happen is game week 32. So uh, one of the other things, and, and they play in game week 32, one of the other things about the result tonight as well, and this is one of the reasons why we're doing the podcast at this sort of this, at this later time, at this very moment in time, is that Southampton getting eliminated means that Arsenal will not have any double game weeks or blank game weeks for the rest of the season. They will have single game weeks every single week. 
for the rest of the season now because game week 32 was the potential uh, blank game week where they were going to play Southampton. But Southampton are at the cup now. So so Arsenal will play in every game week for the rest of the year. Oh, do you know what? It's just less complicated. They all should do that, shouldn't they? <laughs> so, I was going to ask you about this, Scott, because I'm, gen- I'm genuinely interested. At this very moment in time, there are so many different strategies that you can go with. There, there's I have put down... Uh, oh, Liverpool have scored. Let's wait for the goal. Don't know who scored it. There, Darwin. Put, is it Darwin? No, I'm just guessing. Oh, that, that'd, have been, that'd have been a really good result for you again. It is Darwin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, as if Darwin scored. Well, three is out that bad off now. Uh, that's made a big difference because they'll be on for three bonus as well. Um, and also, as well, the other thing with the free hitters at the moment, if Liverpool keep a clean sheet, a lot of them have gone for Trent. So, and maybe even Robbo, which I obviously don't have in draft this week, which I'm not bitter about at all. But they've uh, they've made made good moves and good strides. So, at the moment, that Darwin move's paying off. Any idea on the assists at the moment, boys? No, my my, my app just says, Darwin Nunes scores a goal. Like nothing was, else over there. Well, I'm, I'm still, I'm still watching the uh, chef and I. Oh, uh, Yotta. Oh, for God's sake! Oh, I was in my draft. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bloody draft. So yes, but Scott, how do you feel at the moment about FPL? Uh, not about your about the points and about this guilt without this week. I won't ask that question. But how do you feel at the moment about the chip strategies? moving forward yeah I think I like I really like the beginning of this season if I'm honest because I, f- I feel like when there's a lot of these permutations it gets a bit overwhelming for the really laid back um, fantasy football player like me um, yeah. I know I know people I know you guys love all this and I get mm-hmm. that but for a casual like me this gets a bit like gets a bit like oh I like to look, just look one or two game weeks ahead and see right who's got a nice little couple of games coming up and try and get one of them players in. I think the fact that we've had all these permutations and that has meant I've maybe gone for players that I wouldn't normally have gone for, mm-hmm. um, and that's maybe where I've gone maybe a bit maybe wrong. Not wrong as in like it's probably the right thing to do, but that's maybe why. No offense to like Dan Clark, he's not a serious fantasy football player. I feel like he just does what I do usually. Maybe looks a couple of game weeks ahead and goes for them. And that's worked out really well for him this season. Um, so that's what I, I feel like. I mean, I look at this now. I feel like this is more clear than I've ever seen this. Game week 29, free hit probably, right? Two massive things have just happened. Liverpool's goal have been ruled out and Martinelli scored again. And Ketty assist. Uh, so nil nil still the Liverpool game and a four nil Arsenal. Yeah, um, I the thing is with twenty nine. So you could say free. It, it, I think free hit twenty nine. The thing about it is, it, it can work, but I also think that you're naturally going to have a team that's going to be fine in that game week oh, anyway. So you'd free hit thirty two. I think I'm either free hit twenty eight or thirty two, and at the moment. It's pretty much either. So you're probably bench boosting 29. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, that's the, that's what that's what I'm going to do. Uh, this, as it, depending on Tottenham result, obviously it's no no at the moment. 
Oh yeah, if I mean if Spurs lose, then I'm one hundred, but almost one hundred percent going to do it. Like because uh, they're going to, I'll keep Kane, but I'll still bench boost. It's, it's it, the thing about Spurs losing. Sorry, if they do, is I'm pretty committed to either a wild card or a free hit in the next three game week. If I wildcard in game week 26 or 27, so this week coming or game week 27, I'll do it so I've got a team that I can put out that I'm happy with in game week 28. So I don't need to use my free hit. But also that I can bench boost within game week 29. So I might only put 10 players out in game week 28, but that'll do. And then I'll bench boost in game week 29. Or I'll free hit in game week 28 and use free transfers around it and wild card in game week 33 and bench boost in 34. So I feel like the two strategies at the moment, I mean, there's load, there are quite a few different things you can do, but for me, I'm, I'm quite clear cut on it. I'm either free hit 28, wild card 33, bench boost 34, or I'm wild card 27, bench boost 29, free hit 32. I'm pretty much there with those, especially after the results. I'm going to wild card 27. I'm sick of my team. But And that's exactly why I want to have these sorts of conversations because I'm a bit sick of my team as well. There's a chance, actually, that I'll wild card this week still. There is still a chance mm. I'll do that because I'm not a massive fan of my team. Now, I know that, again, when it comes down to the casual players, you talk about, oh, you talk about the casual players being someone like like your mum's team, for example, Scott. Mm. Now, I looked at, at, at Judith's, Judith's team. If you don't mind me doing this, Judith, I'm not. I had a quick look at your your team earlier on in our uh, in our little battle we've got going on here around the twenties. <laughs> um, but unfortunately for yourself, I mean, you're having a decent week with eighty-eight. You know, sack, uh, we've got um, Trent there, which is great news in terms of the hope for the clean sheet that stays there for you. Saka as captain's worked out, and you've also held on to Martinelli. The twenty-three points in a game week's absolutely cracking. That second Martinelli goal is awful for everyone who doesn't own him. <laughs> it's because it also takes the bonus away from Saka <laughs> as well. Because Saka was good on for three bonus. I've got him captain, so we'll probably get two bonus anyway, Saka. But I look at Judith's team here, and she's got a really, really bad injury in terms of Thiago Silva for her team. Because actually, Silva was a really good pick. He played all the way through, and they had decent fixtures. He's been really unlucky with that knee injury that he's got. Uh, Gordon, obviously, is a, a player that's, I hate using the term a dead player, but he's a player that's not getting you any points because he's, you know, not even at Crystal Palace anymore. So he's someone to to take out. And also, you're kind of stuck with a Mares, who's a, a rotation risk, a Jorginho, who, out of all of the Arsenal players, is probably not going to return you a lot of points. You've got Perisic, who's a rotation risk, and you've got two Liverpool defenders who... Liverpool haven't played very well this year. So you've got a team here where I'd be really tempted if I was you this week to wildcard. And wildcard to create a team where you had a strong team for game week 27 with the double game weeks that go on there. Players that will... Are you watching the Sheffield United game, Baz? I am behind. Is it on a delay? Tell me what happens in a second because I've just got an alert on the game. Liverpool's gone. Have they? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Oh, bugger. Uh, so w- with this, I build a team that played that had uh, a good double game week in 27, that I put at least 10 players out in game week 28, and that you could bench boost with in game week 29. And I'd save you free hit until game week 32, because think, or, or maybe even further down the line, it might even be quite easy to navigate 32. We'll find out after the draw happens tonight. But you can save your free hits all later on. But I look at Judith's team right now, and I think she can't be too happy with it. Van Dyke. So no, not Verge. Big Verge. Oh my god. Um, so Wake up! Oh, Vegas can't score for anything, can he? Can this I is a goal. Bend that. Yeah. Yeah. What a goal! What a goal! I knew it. I knew it. Bend that in. Alejandro. What a guy. United. Oh, Yotter assist, though, for your Basford draft again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back, baby. But if you really don't like your team right now, I think mm. either this week or next week, the only reason why I'm, I'm hesitant on wildcard this week over wildcard next week... Sheffield United scored. That was about, about two minutes ago. Yeah. But, That's, but yeah. It's a massive goal, that again. Because... I think Kane looks like he might even be playing in game week 28. There might only be six teams that blank in game week 28. Good finish as well. So it makes it an almost an absolute no-brainer to not use your free hit in 28. It, it basically wipes it out. Um, so very interesting. But yeah, uh, Ivan Tone is the reason. I, when's he going to get banned? And I don't know, I don't know when it's going to happen. But frustratingly enough, after their result last night, Tony's got Fulham at home. Yeah, they're both away fixtures, but Southampton are the worst team at home this season. And Everton aren't exactly a good side. They play Leicester at home and Brentford at home are fantastic. Then they've got two tough away games in 29, which is fine, but it's still a double game week. But Newcastle Wolves, Villa, Chelsea, they play all the way through 22, 32, 33. 30. They play through the end of the season. Tony's the perfect player. He's the perfect fit to put into a team. And, and I just feel like you can't commit to him at this very moment in time. Don't know if anyone knows or read anything about uh, what's going to happen with him. Don't at know. All. If, if, it, if it's like the process of, of getting to this decision, it's probably end of the season. By the time he's banned. Whereas... Brentford, obviously, there's there's no fear of relegation. Yes, there's obviously potential Europe. If if you can take it now, you take it now, won't you? And this, oh, you would do. I I just apologise to every person wanting to get Ivan Tonian. Yeah. it all started when he played for us. It was clearly that board uh, playing for Scunthorpe United. <laughs> it's not a great deal to do in Scunthorpe these days. And he's clearly just put a few bets on Annie just to keep him entertained and it spiraled. So apologies, apologies. And then, and then it got hooked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a oh, goal. Rashford. So well, I'll tell you what, though. How many bets has he got on? How many bets did he do? 200 and something odd, wasn't it? Yeah, over 200 it was. Joey Barton did 1,200 and that got him a 13-month sentence uh, ban. So maybe a couple of months, I reckon. He's looking at missing the rest of the season, isn't he? If he yeah. if he if he gets the ban now. How long was how long how soon after the verdict was he banned though, Barton? What about Trippier? Like I don't know any of this information if anyone wants to try and I don't even, I don't even know what I didn't even know about Trippier until I read it earlier. No, yeah, he, he told his told his mates to lump on him. 
Oh, he's moving, he's to, moving Atletico. to Atletico, yeah. <laughs> That's something Liam would tell us, wouldn't it? Like... It is. It really is. It's such a Liam thing to say. Um, yeah. So, um, but what what we're looking at here is is uh, Man United at the moment. I'm not going to count my chickens yet, but they've got a, like a, a minute left here, and they're two one up. If Man United get through at this point, then they're probably going to blank. Well, they will. If they, if they have to still get through in 28, there's still a chance they'll blank in 32. 32 is still a bit of an unknown, really. But anyway, game week 28, they're going to blank. But you don't want to go without Man United players. Um, if you were going to build a team... So I had a look at this, as you can imagine. I spent a lot of time building teams. Just not sure we're in a Wales top, but I didn't even notice that. Uh, Mo lot- Salah, Salah is back, baby. It's oh, he scored. Wild, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, Scott! It's got to get disallowed, though, isn't it? Hey, come on! Yeah, just, just like Nunes, says lovely goal by Mo Salah. Does it? That's good. Yeah, I've just got the uh, got the notification through now. Simicass assist. That's such a troll for me. That. Um, just keep in corner, Bruno. Don't do anything silly now. Uh, did Kilman? No, nah, never mind. <laughs> didn't 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 come off before any of the goals happened. Uh, this Sheffield United result, big. But this yeah. is this is. Come on, blow the whistle, ref, so I can put the Sheffield United game on. Because I want to, I want to watch that, <laughs> and I don't want to turn the Man United game off until it's done. Uh, but I, I built a team anyway, looking at wild cards and looking at who you would put into it, and also the sorts of players that you absolutely want to. Oh, there oh, goes Fred. Goal, Fred. It actually is. All right, you can turn it on now, mate. Perfect. Sheffield United. Go on, Frederick. Oh, he's, he's done, done, done the, the swan dive slide. Oh. Brilliant. I love you, Fred, at the moment. All right, Arsenal's finished. Get off my screen, out my life. Perisic up. So, um, when I look at the the team you can put together, so wildcard to not free hit, you're probably looking at two or three Arsenal players, if not almost certainly three players. You're looking at a couple of Villa, maybe. Uh, you want to get two Brentford? We're going to have a look at Brentford assets in a minute, if not three three assets. Let's just say Tony's not banned. We'll have a look at it from that perspective, as well as if he is, because we have to look at it from both. You'd want um, Chelsea, maybe someone from them potentially, but we'll have a discussion about who they should be there. Uh, you wouldn't want any Everton assets. Leeds maybe is a cheap fifth midfielder or fifth strike, a third striker, but I think we've got enough striking options. Uh, potentially a Leicester. So it depends if Madison's fit or not, because he's obviously, you know, a walking injury. And also if Watkins if Watkins out, if um Tony's out, then Kalechi becomes an option. And he'd probably want a couple of Newcastle because their run of fixtures actually is is really good after game week twenty six. Again, another reason to potentially delay is that you Newcastle's fixtures turn again really quite nice uh, after their Manchester City away game. Then you would have in game week twenty eight. Sat on your bench, probably Haaland, Rashford, uh, maybe Kane, but Kane might even end up playing at this moment. But Haaland, Rashford, and then probably a Brighton asset or two. So you probably field 10 players at that point. So when you're building your structure of your team, that's where I would start with. Because you're absolutely looking at these fixtures. You don't want to be using your free N28. Baz, have you had, had a think at all about wild cards? And... When you're going to use it, have you had a thought? Are you, are you just planning on 
free transfers to get through 27, 28, 20. What's your thoughts at the moment? Um, so I was either going to blank this this week and have two for the um, one, and I'm going to go probably double Brentford. Um, depending on obviously Tony's situation, I was going to take Nunes out and just put Tony in. It was a short, it was a short little fix that I had Nunes and only got him in for double game week. If Liverpool didn't have a double game week, then Watkins would have been Michelle. But obviously, I got drawn into the double game week, and obviously, it's cost me. I only got two points from Nunes and a disallowed goal. But um, yeah, I'll probably be if the Tottenham game. If it stays as it is, then I've got eleven players from for twenty eight. If I bring in two two uh, two Brentford players um, or other players, but obviously I'm drawn to the double game weeks. So so that's my. I'm not going to bring obviously a Southampton or a Palace player. So it's it's one of them. So probably double Brentford for me. So the Brentford assets will be will be key. But like I say, it's all down to Tony. Yeah, so I've just I've just done a bit of digging, guys. Oh, great, Sky's... thanks, Scott. All right, Sky Scott Sky Sports believe Tony's ban will be issued once a hearing is taking place, which is likely to happen in April. Okay. So explain. Uh, we'll not this uh, this dissect the striker's response to the charges, but before announcing the hearing date, uh, therefore the English ban is unlikely to be banned before April at the very earliest. Okay, well, um, the double game week 29 ends on the 5th of April. So, by the sounds of it, he's going to be involved in the double game week, both double game weeks, uh, and also um, blank game week 28. Game week 30 onwards, fine, but at least he's going to be involved in the two doubles by the sounds of it. Um, who knows when it's going to end up like so who knows when it's going to end up happening but let's just say um is game week 30 for him happens on the 8th of april and then game week 31 is the 15th so by the sounds of it even if the verdict's immediate after the hearing he'll probably do at least to the end of game week 29 if not game week 30 as well so mm, interesting thanks scott no worries. Everyone's, very... getting t- everyone's getting Tony in now, aren't they? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it gets banned ne- next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've just made all that up. Still out. Yeah. Oh, it's end like, of nah. season. End of season, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> Ple- Do my research. Pleaded, pleaded guilty. So uh, we're off. Hey, we're off. Here comes Sonny. No, we lost the ball. Oh. Oh. Son. Son. Well, Son. Oh, he's, he's done amazing. He's done amazing. Oh, he's dived. He's dived. Just thrown himself to the ground. No pen that. Uh, so oh, he's knackered, isn't he, Sonny? He doesn't play that much these days because he's crap. Bless him. Uh, yeah. So by the sound of it, then Tony's a Tony's a great fit, then, isn't he? So when we're building a team now, so let's just say, for example, Spurs get knocked out. My, my moves become. So if we looked at, let's go an FPL team. Let's do this, shall we? Let's do it because I, I hate you know when you. I don't know if you guys actually take in any other FPL content, really. I know you don't, Scott. But if you take in any other content, it just kind of annoys me when all they do is talk about their own team. And I know they're trying to give real-time examples, but it's like just a bit boring, really. I kind of want to know about a high-level overview of, of what, you, what you think is, is the right moves rather than you know talking about how unlucky you were to transfer out Martinelli and how lucky everyone else is. 
Not that I've talked about that this uh, this. So we started a podcast. On it. No, not that I've talked <laughs> about that this podcast at all. Uh, but they do tend up, they just end up talking about their their decisions. But I think in real time it's important. So we look on FPL team. So I've got um, this. This is my team that's for a moment in time. Uh, Greenwood is a player that's not doing anything at this very moment in time for me. So someone like Tony seems like an obvious player to put in. And then I take Mo Salah out, and then I'll probably look at getting someone from 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 Brighton in. Let's just say Matoma for an example. That is the team that you would then put out. Take out this man. Rashford comes in for benching headache. Andreas. And then I could potentially put in Trippier for Mings if I wanted to do so to see if he gets any attacking returns. But whatever, whatever. I can set my team up like that. Then it gets to 5.4 million in the bank next game week. And you can see we've got a couple of double game weeks there already. Interestingly, what you then need to look at is how many players you've got playing in game week 28. So for me at that very moment in time, I've got a very defensive heavy team but it would be 10 players playing. So I'd probably look to take out maybe Andreas at that point for a player that would play in game week 28 and they were also doubling game week 29. So then I'd look at these fixtures. So this is the process you'd go through and you think, right, who plays in 28 and doubles in 29? Well, Villa do. Perisic crosses it in. Kane, oh, that's a chance for him. Sorry. So you'd look at a team that plays in 28 and then doubles in 29. So you could look at a, a maybe maybe even a Brentford midfielder if you wanted to do so, but whatever. You could look at a Chelsea midfielder. Yep, Leicester. Someone like Madison, I think, again. Tete. Tete? Maybe even Tete. Maybe even Harvey Barnes, if you like. Yeah, but, he's, he's in that uh, hot patch at the moment, isn't he, Barnes? Yeah, you know he what he, yeah, you know what he's like. He can go through these little phases, but you want someone that's going to play that week that's then going to double the week after. So preferably someone who's got a really good fixture. Obviously, you've trebled upon Arsenal. And then at that point, you would then, let's just say, for example, go for Andreas out, Madison in. At that point, you filled in 11 players. You've got a half-decent team. You know, you've got these guys on your bench. And then you make it through to game week 29, where you've got, and that's it. Sheffield United have won. Mental. Happy days. And this is where you would get through to the point where you'd be looking at bench boosting. So you've got, uh, let's say, Kilman would come out of your team, maybe. This is where you would probably do a Kilman and a Tarkovsky out for players that were going to double, something along those lines. And you'd have. Say you're doing a bench boost for for people out there. Is it worth taking the minuses for a bench boost? It's worth taking a minus for a player. So let's just say, for example, Kilman's playing Forest away. That's a proper debate because that's actually a really good fixture. Unless you, I like to argue that Forest are good at home. Yes, yes, but. It, well, our Wolves um, are playing with Lopetegui, then yeah, it could go either way, but I think Forrest win that. Fine. Well, you, you, In terms of my argument, my argument was going to be, that's a decent fixture. This is a bad fixture. So this is worth it. Taco coming out for some sort of defender that's got a double game week. Let's just say, for example, at this point, I can go back to Luke Shaw. 
you know, that's that's one free transfer. Then is it worth taking a minus four for Kilman? It depends who you can bring in, Baz, to be honest. Yeah, that, so, that's that's the question, isn't it? So if, if we you have a bring look... in someone who's half decent, then it's definitely worth it. So let's have a look at the fixtures. So who's got a really good double game week? This this one. Um Brighton. Brighton have got a good double game week. So, I mean, if I can then go for a uh, minus four to go to a Stupinyam, Mm. which I can afford to do, 0.4 in the bank, then great. Look at that. That's a a decent bench boost team. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, even if you had... I'd I'd always play Kane and Haaland anyway. Because I think this is something also about bench boosts that people kind of get a bit... They go, I need to have 15 doublers um, because I'd always bench my single game week players. Well, you wouldn't, would you? And you, you, you wouldn't in these game weeks. Don't get me wrong. I'd, I'd bench Ben White for Rashford, obviously. And then um, what would Mit- Matoma may- maybe would I bench? Would I bench Erdegaard? Maybe. What matter if you bench if you bench Boosen, does it? No, but no, but what what I'm getting to is is that realistically that would be my bench. If I wasn't bench boosting, so oh, this okay, is okay. Yeah, we know. So, so this is where you've got. So I'm going to end up having one, two, three, four, five. I'd have six extra fixtures on my bench. So my bench boost will be six players, and the quality of their fixtures are. I mean, those are that's good fixtures. That's decent enough because they're both not amazing teams this year, and that's those are excellent fixtures. So the quality of the bench boost by doing this is, is worth it because actually the use of the bench boost chip and everyone I say gets carried away with 15 doubles, 15 doubles. I need to have many double game week players on my bench as possible. Fine, but it is just the strength of your bench on that week and what your actual bench would be, not the strength of the rest of your team as such. So that's the team I would start. I would have three single game week players in my starting team. I play those. I play Saka, Kane, and Haaland over White, Erdegaard, and probably any other, and and Mings, you know. But I probably play those three players over three guys who had double game weeks. I play K. I play Kane in a single game week against Everton. Over would I play him over Watkins in a double game week at Chelsea in the last? Oh, that's tough actually. But it's close. It's close, isn't it? Probably. It's Harry Kane, man. On fire this season. Anyway, so that's the other thing to think about. Now we can see how it's gonna f- how how this will piece together. Ars- there'll be a single game week in thirty two, so that won't be a double game week in thirty four anymore. Southampton, Arsenal. Uh, sorry for podcast listeners. To be clear, um, Southampton, Ar- Southampton, and Arsenal will happen in thirty two. So Arsenal single game week in thirty four. Bournemouth uh, will play West Ham in game week 32 because they've been limited. So that won't be a double game week anymore. Brighton will probably double in 32 because they've got a back... 34, sorry, because they've got a backlog of fixtures anyway. Then you have a look at um, Fulham against Leeds in game week 32. Well, Fulham are still in the cup, so they, they might get... They might, that might not happen. Leeds against Fulham again. Man City, Brighton, that's almost certainly going to be a blank game week because they're both still in the FA Cup. So they both have to get knocked out in the next round. So we've only got Man City, Brighton at the moment in game week 32 that's probably that's almost certainly going to be a blank. And Brighton will double, City will 
almost certainly double in 34. But the numbers of teams that are going to double in 34 is starting to shrink just from these results. Am I making sense here? I feel like yeah. I'm waffling on a little bit. But the... the um, and Scott just stopped me again because it's really important that like it, it get it, this is relevant. But I feel like the number of teams that double in 34 after these results has definitely gone down, which has meant the game week 29 bench boost over the 34 bench boost has become more relevant at, at this point. That's because obviously Tottenham losing as well. I think I'll probably be free hitting on 34. There's a chance now, yeah, because actually the amount of blanks in 32 is going to go down a lot. Now, we've got the cup draw about to happen on screen right now. So, again, we're going to get a really good idea of who's going to, who's going to blank, who's going to double, who's going to, who's going to, what the likelihood are, the percentages are of there being blanks in, the, in game week 32. Grimsby. It's if wow. Grimsby are in the quarterfinals of the FA Cup. That, that's honestly, that's really, I, I've been having a bad football week. That's really just put the. Yeah, I was going to say, especially being a scum for Oh, yeah, yeah. For second bottom of the National League, they're in quarterfinals. And it... One of the craziest things is there's only four Premier League teams left in. That's yeah. United City. I reckon this is gonna, I think it's going uh, to be Manchester Derby, this. I completely agree. Ooh, close. Man, you've been at home a lot, aren't they? In the cups this year. That's true. Match ended. Liverpool have won 2 0. Good result for everyone who brought in Trent and Robbo. Robbo didn't play today, though, did he? Man, you're at home again. Home, yeah. Yeah, no, Robbo didn't play today, as I've been reminded, actually, in my own head. Uh, we're going to get Blackburn. Go on, number one, Grimsby. 1 1 1. Fulham. Should be all right at home now. Ooh. Sorry, Grimsby, Blackburn, Brighton, Sheffield. That that's that's really important. That's exciting. Brighton. So Brighton. Oh, this got to be Grimsby here. Grimsby are like, please be us. I don't know. Big yeah. tie away at Brighton. <laughs> that's, not that's not what you want though. If you Grimsby, it's Chocolate. funny that well, you bonus, want one of the United bonus, bonus points for Arsenal game. You seen it? No, I'm liking it. Arsenal. Mark, Mark, Arsenal, Martinelli three, Zinchenko two, Saka one. One bonus for a goal and an assist. Those he got two goals and we've got I got uh, an assist and a clean sheet, haven't we, sir? Heart bleeds for you, lads. Um, I don't have Martinelli, mate. <laughs> <laughs> heart, I don't have Zinchenko. I don't have Zinchenko either. The guy at the bottom of our screen right now was on three of those players. <laughs> what a week, Baz. What a week. Don't know what Salah did. It's not even anywhere near the bonus points. Oh, it's classic Salah if he doesn't return. No, he didn't. So by the looks of it, after those results, I think looks like City and Brighton will get through. And then it's Manchester United against Fulham. So now if we look at game week 32, now we've got those fixtures sorted and confirmed. Manchester City and Brighton both have to lose their ties for their game to be called off in game week 32. Nah. So that one fixture, because they play each other, is going to be a is going to be a blank almost certainly. Manchester United play Fulham, which means that Man United are obviously the favourites in that game. So either Fulham against Leeds is going to be off to go with it, or Man U Chelsea is going to be off. So there are guaranteed to only be two blank fixtures in game week thirty two because of the FA Cup results. So we can navigate that then without a chip either. 
So actually, we're sat here now with, after all of these results, which is why we couldn't do this podcast at five o'clock today, because it would none of the stuff we talked about would have been relevant. And now we're sat here at this very moment in time with, well, free at 28 is pointless, and free at 32 is pretty pointless, because you can navigate them easily. Mm. So we would be looking at probably then using the free hit to attack either 34 or 37, which are the two um, double game weeks to come. Or if you haven't got your bench boost left, because I know a lot of people have used their bench boost, potentially if it's easier for you to free hit in game week 29 and attack that, maybe do that. Because that's definitely now going to be the biggest double game week. So if you don't have a bench boost left, well, then you might as well try and combat the guys who are going to use a bench boost in, 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 in 29 and use your free hit and probably only have, I mean, you, you might even go against Kane in that. You probably would go against Haaland, Liverpool at home. I think if you were going to go bold and use your free hit, you'd probably try and get 15 doublers out, 15 doublers, 10 doublers out plus maybe Saka because they are playing Leeds at home. So, you know, going against Arsenal in that game might be a little bit nuts. but you could then put a you know, really good set of, set of players out in game week 29. So again, cat amongst the pigeons if you haven't got your bench boost left. So Scott, to simplify and summarise, and I've really enjoyed this watch along actually because it's been a very, it's been a, a nice roller coaster and an up and down. Uh, I think for me, it's probably going to be a wild card either this week or next week mm-hmm. to then bench boost in game week 29 and then use my free hit whenever the hell I want to in probably 34 or 37, whichever one works best for my team. I, I, that's, that's how I see it now, because I don't really now see the value in the other strategy of dead-ending your team into game week 32, because you now don't really need to. Wildcarding in game week 33, and then bench boosting in 34, when by the looks of it, there's going to be a hell of a lot less doublers especially for teams that are going to be having players that are going to be sat on your bench. The teams that are going to double in 34 are probably going to be Brighton, maybe Chelsea, Manchester City, probably Man United, and you're going to have those players anyway. So you might use 34 to make sure you've got three of all of the best teams. So three at 34 for me as, uh, as we're winging it right now. Baz, initial thoughts? I don't even know if I'm going to use my wildcard by looks for it. <laughs> that, that, I'm quite happy with my team. Um, obviously, looked out with Martinelli how he's performing. Um, bringing Let's two Brighton. Sorry, go on. I'm looking at bring your in, team. Bring now. In, yeah, bringing two Brighton players, and then bench boosting uh, for 29. Probably free it on 34, depending on what players I've got available. And then I've still got my wild card left. It's, it's like well. We'll, we'll see how I go from there. If unless I get extremely unlucky with injuries, then that, that, that's probably my where I'm going. Nice. And you can use your wild card as a. I just I, the wild card's going to be great for if you're happy with your team, then that's great because you know James at the moment's fit. I Breno suppose, got injured, but yes. obviously with that, I'll probably be getting rid of Mares and Breno and bringing Henry. Well, saying I don't want to want to get rid of Mares now because Tony is potentially available, so I'll probably get rid of Darwin and and Bueno, uh, putting Henry and uh, Tony in. 
sounds like a sounds like a fun plan to me. Uh, and I think especially now that Kane's going to play in in twenty eight. Yeah, I mean he was always an, a maybe. Should we take him out? So if we have a look at the fixtures moving forward, I suppose again one of the big debates has been: Do we look at? I'll get rid of that now. One of the big debates moving forward is who's the best striker to put with um, Kane and Haaland? And, and it obviously is Tony with these fixtures. I mean, but Watkins, I know. Palace at home, Wolves, West Ham, uh, Bournemouth. Like they're just the only, great fixtures. The only thing with, with Watkins is, is he going to go off the boil? Have we missed the boat where he's, he's, he's exploded and then he's just going to fizz out? Well, let's have a look at his statistics, shall we, since the World Cup. I think let's let's see how he's been how he's performed in the game since the World Cup. Um so in terms of his uh, expected stats, so he scored six goals and got two assists. His XG's been four point three four and his his assists have been one so he has been outperforming his um stats by one assist and, and maybe one and a half goals. So not massively. But he um, he has been uh, outperforming those, and then in the last five game week, five games, sorry, bloody crashed on me. In it. If that's crashed on me, that's annoying. Uh, in his last five game weeks, we'll have a look at that in a second. But yeah, I'm just going to exit page. That's really annoying. Uh, I don't know why that's happened. I'll go back on it in a second. But long story short, it has been overperforming his stats, but not by miles. Debatable. Is it worth quickly just going over Brentford assets no, whilst we're 100%. waiting for this? Oh, it's 100%. It, it, it is. It's worth, it's worth going over those as well. But I'll, I'll just quickly do the Watkins. Mm-hmm. So Watkins from 20 to 25. Has he got five? What? Has he got... Hold on. Is that, that's not right. I don't know why that's gone with eight goals. Let me just do well, I don't know. I know, recorrect that. Yeah, five goals. There you go. I think that was probably all his season. Yeah, so he's got five goals off of XG of 3.1. So he's overperformed that. And he's got one assist off a 0.5. So he has been overperforming the statistics. So in terms of that delivery, yeah, it's a shame because he's somebody who we absolutely love. And uh, at the moment, and then looking at Ivan Tony, um, he's got no assists and two goals, but he's actually he's been two point one nine, assists been one point one three, so in terms of expected stats. So he's been expected to get twenty five points. He's got twenty two, so he's behind on the on the returns. But he's also done well in the away games. He's done well in the matches that because um, everyone has said Brentford haven't been that good at home, a good that good away from home. And to be fair, they hadn't beaten a team away from home until they played Man City, which was the game which was the game week before um, before the World Cup. But then since then, they have got a couple of results away from home, and Tony has returned again in away games against Arsenal and West Ham, and of course Man City as well. He also returned in the away game against Newcastle, even though they got beat five one, and he returned away at the King Power. So there's been this thing about Brentford home and away, and actually they've been doing they've been doing all right. Tony's been doing all right. Uh, let's have a look at Brentford assets then, Baz. What's been your take on those guys? Moving forward, Henry, me, Raya, 
What you thought? I think def- defensively, I think um, Raya it looks a good good goalkeeper if he wants to obviously change because I think majority of people have got Ward and another keeper. Obviously, I've got De Gea, so I like to keep De Gea because I think it, it, Ward and, and De Gea have got a good balance between them till the end of the season. So there's no point changing that. Um, defensively, I think they look, look sound and also the Henry looks good for attacking returns as well. Um, midfield, it's where it gets a bit shorter because obviously there's Jensen there, but I think he's gone off the boil. Um, I do like Wieser, um, but he's struggling with midfield and then you, you forward, you've got Mbuma, uh, Mbumo and um, Tony. So, Obviously, Tony's going to be the pick out of them two for forwards. So mm-hmm. that that's where I'm looking at Brentford. Is either defensive assets or goalkeeper, and Tony. I think the other ones are you probably won't go for him. I think I think you're right, and I think I wouldn't be looking at any more than than two of those assets anyway for Brentford, yeah. just because I think we can get too drawn into. Um, sorry, that's crashed on me again. As that ops, but never mind. We'll talk about the team today. But um, I think we get too drawn into sometimes with the double game weeks, especially these teams that are decent, but that aren't amazing. So trying to get two Brentford assets on a wild card, for example, right now, I think makes total sense. And I think it would be either me, Henry or Raya, potentially one of those guys at the back with Tony. Um, that's what I'd be su- suggesting, one of the defenders. And then Brighton, because they've also the other team with the double game, which we've got a flag on Solly March at the moment, 75% chance of playing. You know, Gross, McAllister has been looking a lot better, but it, it's Matoma. Stooping has potentially injured. Another reason why we're holding off and potentially looking at holding off a muscle injury depends again on what his, the, because right now they kept, I think, three clean sheets under Deserby. They're, they're not a defensively sh- assured team. So he's an attacking minded um, manager anyway. So you yeah. know what the wing backs are going to do. They're going to bomb forward. It's like he plays a 2 3 5 when you watch it. Um, obviously, you can with with the likes of of, of Dunk at the back because I think he's an unsung hero and I think he should have really got moved to a to a big club. But fair play for Brighton for keeping him. But he's probably gone under radar on that that front. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, no, no, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I think if Estupinian's fit, it's pretty obviously he's he's the better option because he's just going to get some more attacking returns. But Dunk, if not, if he's not fit. And then it's going to be, you know, Matoma's the, one of the one of the better players, of course. And then, you know, McAllister maybe. McAllister versus Gross is quite interesting in terms of players you go for. You could also go for a Ferguson. He scored an FA Cup, didn't he? He's back from his injury, four point six as well. He did. Um, it's just, I just find it really difficult because he obviously he's quite low on, on you know, well back. I just don't really know what to make of their, their strikers. It's a bit weird, really. Yeah, Ferguson probably looks the better one, but then he sometimes plays Undaft, doesn't he? And then he's got Welbeck. I feel like if you're going to go for Brighton players, you're probably going to invest in their midfield. Only as well, yeah. because you're not going to go for a Brighton forward when you've got Tony Kane, Haaland, Watkins. And you've got these other, other options here. So it's just, uh, I think if, if you're trying it's to get... Just, sort of... It's just in case, for example, people like yourself, who's got Greenwood, but haven't got enough money to get to them. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's your other option. Oh, it's an easy move to Ferguson at four point six. You know, like that's that's someone you can get in there to try and uh, try and try and work with. I so looking at the double game weeks, if you're trying to navigate these without chips and you don't have your wild card left, then 
that those are sort of the four players I'd look at. Defender slash keeper for Brentford, Tony. A Estupinian if he's fit, if not, then Dunk, maybe, for Brighton, but probably not. I'd probably then look at midfield as being Matoma and then either like March, McAllister or, or, or Gross, any of those guys, maybe probably not Gross, but March or McAllister. We've got March if he's fit, probably him looking at the numbers he's returned this season, if not then McAllister. I just think, I just like watching him play, to be honest. Uh, so those are the players that I'd be looking at for those game weeks. And then if you've got the two Brentford assets, they're going to play in 28. And then they've obviously got the double game week in, in 29 as well. So they're the important teams. If you're also hedging your bets this week and you're not, like, for example, you don't want a wild card, you want a wild card next week and you want to hedge your bets, then or you might not want a wild card next week. You might think about it, but might not want to do it. Then they've got two good fixtures this week anyway, Brentford or Brighton. They're, they're just easy teams to get players in both, from. Both at, both at home, aren't they, as well? Yeah, just the easy teams to get players in from. Uh, other fixtures for this for, for this week. So um, let's go to that, shall we? Before we um, go f- finish off with, uh, we want to do uh, your team as well, Baz. Uh, that we uh, you put together, and then I want to finish off by having a look at this game week's live scores and seeing who uh, potentially is going to be manager of the week. Also, also, we're doing differentials as well this week. Of course, we need to have differentials for God's sake. What a life! We've got to get those guys in. Yeah, um, Scott's got to try to get some points back. So, looking at um, this game week coming up in terms of fixtures, City Newcastle. You're not that bothered about investing that much. Arsenal, you've probably got three of already. You could go for the Villa fixtures. Villa's the other ones that you, you've got of interest. Uh, Brighton, of course, I'd be scared. Just Chelsea at the moment just make me a bit nervous, um, especially with Silver out as well. And, and Leeds obviously winning as well, so the confidence is high. New manager as well. Yeah. Just a yeah. weird yeah, yeah, If that was at Allen Road, it would be a Leeds win, but because it's at Stamford Bridge, it's... Mm. Mm-hmm. I just don't know who else I'd go for at Spurs other than Kane, to be honest, still. I mean, Royale seems to be a new player since Porro signed, but other than that, I'm not too sure. Yeah. Um, still picking his face up from ZX, smacking him in anyway. Uh, Southampton uh, and Leicester. You could definitely go for a Leicester asset if you wanted to, but again, it's a bit of a gamble. Forest Everton, not touching either of those teams. Liverpool, Man U, whatever about that game. And then you've got Brentford at home against Fulham. You could go, and that, that's where you go for your Brentford assets. So, other than maybe the Villa game, and maybe like you know, you, but other than Watkins, who would you look for at Villa? Um, I've got Mings, but then Carlos is coming back. So, is he going to get dropped, or is Consa going to get dropped? Um, Cash, is he is he back playing or not? I don't. I got, got an assist at the weekend. I think. Yeah, got an assist at the weekend. So I think, again, you're probably just going to edge your bets and, and look at, I'd be looking at Brentford and Brighton assets. Uh, captains this week, lads? Are we looking at this Arsenal-Bournemouth game? So you say, just go back to that fixture tra- tra- tracker for me. Of course. Far away. So you're saying potentially get a couple of Brentford and a couple of Brighton in, right? You've then potentially got a bit of an issue on 28. Because if you've got a couple of them, a couple of them, You'll probably have a couple of Man U. You'll have a couple of maybe a couple of Man City. That's eight players that are not going to play in game week 28. That's where you have to make your team-dependent decision on 
if you've got, for example, Baz has got Haaland and Mares. So I've only got Haaland for Man City and I've only got, well, I've got Rashford and De Gea for United, but that's not, like, I've got, I've got another keeper. So outfield players, I've only got one Man United, one Man City in my team. So if I then got two Brighton, I'd field 10 players. And I'd be fine with that in game week 28. So, so, so for me, as someone that's more of a laid back, I feel like that's a really important message for anyone listening that's quite like me. Because you look at that and you think, right, potentially wildcard this week, maybe next week. Let's look who's game double game working in 27 and 29. Let's try and get a couple of those players in potentially uh, if we can. But you've, you've just got to be really careful, like you say, because you can't have two Man City, two Man United, even if you've got like a Liverpool in there as well. They don't play. Um, so it's just kind of shaping your team. Like, what yeah. I I don't think potentially a wild card after that double game week would be potentially a bad move either. When you win a game at twenty eight, yeah, yeah, no, I, I I don't don't disagree. That's another option now because of all of the fixtures that are going to happen. If you wanted to really attack game week twenty seven and then wildcard in game week twenty eight, actually, then you probably you might not even have any Brentford because that's not a great double. You'd probably rather have Watkins in that double over Tony in that double, maybe. Mm. You might you might even have both of them. And just go without Ireland for a week and go nuts, <laughs> and save the money in the bank to bring him back. You know, you you could do something along those lines. Um, it, I think a lot a lot of people will get to game week twenty eight and go, oh god, I, I haven't really got that many players. But for, for, for example, for your team, you've got a Patterson that just isn't playing, which is which is tough. Um, obviously, Nico Williams, who's potentially not playing. Um, so you've got two players there that are kind of a kind of a problem. You have only got one Man United outfield and one City outfield, so you could probably navigate it with you know maybe binning off binning off Salah mm. will give you funds to kind of get Patterson, Williams, Salah, Andreas maybe to let's just say me, Estupinian, Mitoma, and and I don't know who else you'd have in midfield really maybe March. And then you've got those players. You could you could filter it that way. I think Jao Felix is the one in there. I mean, it seems a gamble that seems to have not paid off. I mean, he's an easy switch to Tony anyway. Yeah. So you've got the money saved up right there and then to be able to sort of do what you want with that. Um, but yeah, you, you, you're right. I think a lot of people will get to game week 28 and they'll go, oh, I've got two City, two United and two Brighton and then go, well, now I've only filled in eight players. So I'm going to have to take a minus four to then put 10 out. Mm. But to be fair, if you get to that point, it's not the end, not the end of the world, not the end of the world anyway. It's not like it's a minus twenty-four. No, but it's not like it's a minus twenty-four. Um, I think I should I should have done that ages ago. I think there's only one captain to club this week. Arsenal, yeah. it's got yep. done. Yeah, they, they just smashed Everton four 0 Early kickoff against. I mean, Newcastle are leaking a few goals now, but early kickoff. I think you know that's going to be a really tough fixture for Man City anyway. You can't not you can't lock away from Arsenal at home. Bournemouth are pretty terrible away out there as well. Completely agree, Baz. Exactly the same. Yeah, it's a, it's a no it's a no brainer Arsenal captain this week. Uh, I'm, I, again, Michael Martinelli. <laughs> on, on, I'm, I'm going to have to bring him back in. Aren't I? He's got, four, he's got four goals in three games after being dropped 
Why not? <laughs> don't drop him. Just don't drop it. I mean, he's not dropping now, is he? No, he's no, definitely, definitely not dropping it. Has to start now. So does Trossard and Ketty is the one that's losing out. Yeah. So those are the players that you've got to go for. Um, Baz, let's, let's cover off. I really it's quarter past ten and I've got two kids, so I don't want to go to bed. Oh, Scott's gone. He's done. Scott's left. He unplugged his laptop. Um, talk about your team, Baz, that you've put in your, your 11. Is it actually your 11, by the way? What? The... It's not actually my 11, no. I thought, I thought that's uh, what you meant when you put it in the group. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, basically, like, if someone was free-hitting this, this week and they think, right, well, I'll go for these, it's highly unlikely everyone's going to free-hitting this, this week. Yeah. But my 11 would be Ray Ringel, uh, 4.8 million, and he's 10.5% owned. And I've gone for free at the back because I love the free at the back because I think too many attacking returns. Obviously, Zinni, 5, 5 million, 10.9% owned. Cash, four point six, three point four percent owned. Mm-hmm. I've gone for Reese James because it's Leeds, and I think they, they they need a clean sheet, Chelsea. They need to stable the ship, and I think this is the the game to do it. So I've gone for James at five point eight, and he's thirteen point three percent owned. Midfields, Madison if he's fit, um, Saka, Wendia, Gibbs White. Because obviously Forrest at home, I think it against Everton. Again, yeah. against Everton, I think it's going to be a good shot. And Gibbs White's been playing quite well. And I've gone for a front three of Watkins, Kelechi, um, and obviously I'm going to go for Tony now because Tony's going to be playing. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's, to be fair, man, I don't really make any changes to that team. I think it, when I when I look at that sound that squad, it, it sounds if you were free hitting this week, it sounds like a really good team. Makes me think about free hitting, to be honest. And actually, uh, my my differentials in this week. Yeah, go on then. Which is your which is your differential this week? Uh, the surname I'm not even going to pronounce. Kelechi. Yeah, Kelechi is such a man this week to to go for. In, for Six point two million, one point seven percent owned. That's cracking. I uh, yeah, he's too highly owned now. I was really, I was, I was looking for uh, looking for players to to go for earlier, and I was like, I wonder what Trossard is. Seven point six. Never mind. Uh, in terms of differential for this week, I'm going to go for Gibbs White myself. I think he uh, he can. Why not? He might deliver a ridiculous return. Scott differentials. Danny Ings. Danny Ings. Love that. Mm. Uh, chaps. I'm going to just wrap up with looking at who's top of this and then I'm going to have to go because my daughter's crying upstairs. So if, if my son wakes up, George is she, outnumbered. She, she subbed our uh, Martinelli. <laughs> she did, you know. She told me to do it, so I'm going to trade Quinn in. So uh, we've got wow. to, to Ravi and beyond, but look at this for a free hit. 118 points on a free hit. We've got 117 down here. Um, 101 for Loco Forever for Tom. 112 down there. So, looks like we've got... Dimple was on 104, but she's taking a four. So, uh, Gabriel Grey Goose, Paddy Madden, 118 points in the end he's got. Because, well, De Bruyne didn't play, so Watkins comes on for him. How blessed is that? Captain Salah still, with 22 points. He has Martinelli Erdegaard, Neves, Harland Watkins, but he's gone for Trent, White, 
You've got Allison in goal, Coleman as well, Tarkovsky with no points. 118, Paddy Madden. What a life. Um, what did you end on, Scott? Uh, 80. Yeah, I ended on 90 myself. It says 76 on there for me, but it's 80. Ooh, yeah. Oh, I think no. It's... oh, no, yeah. It's 76, yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, and well done, Barry. What a week for you. 100 points. Hit the tunnel. Some fantastic scores out there today. But uh, your mum's still ahead of me by one point, Scott. Should be ahead of me soon. Uh, you know, you think you've done half decent and then literally it's like the worst score over there, Nando's Perry Perisic. <laughs> Trying to close it up. But right, lads, uh, thanks very much. Really enjoyed that this week. That was fun. What, what, was, a, what was a good laugh? I will uh, stop recording now on here and uh, let me just... Uh, end this. So everyone, thank you very much for joining us on the live stream and I will stop streaming now. And for all you podcast listeners, thank you ever so much for tuning in. Uh, and uh, yeah, let's uh, fingers crossed that you all have a great green arrow. So uh, thanks a lot and uh, bye for now. <laughs>